Look, let's let's just kick off uh, with Milo beating up a wine bottle with a shoe. I did do that. I like to I like to hit that wine bottle from the back in order to open it for everyone's enjoyment. That's uh, I'm just a team player, you know. There wasn't a corkscrew, but there was a cork. I stepped in. No one else was up to the job. Everyone likes the episodes where we've been drinking. Is what I've found. They're always really organized. It sort of tight. sets the tone, doesn't it? Everyone's go. Everyone goes. Oh, this will be bawdy. <laughs> this, will be, this will be a bit blue, won't it? There'll be some. There'll be some smut on um, this podcast. That's usually com- whenever you see you see featuring Olga Kark. People, <laughs> yeah. people know it's going to be an ass future one. <laughs> this, oh, this episode still funny. <laughs> this episode coming to you live from a 1970s hospital. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking like the master oh. of the revels would burst in and cancel us or threaten Stop us. Stop this with, at once. Exactly. <laughs> sorry, sorry. The master, master of the, the revels. revels. Is that yeah. like a posh thing. Yeah. No, that's a that's like a 16th century thing. Alex is a posh thing. Oh. <laughs> I thought the master of the revels was uh, the guy a, who knows a, what flavor it is before he bites into thing. it. It's a, I watched Shakespeare in love and remember the reference uh, yeah, of Shakespeare in love. That's the only, way, only yes. thing I know yeah. it from too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, on the subject of the 16th century being posh, it really annoys me. People- <laughs> <laughs> what? Hear me out on this. Lots it, of it wasn't. Yeah, old timey is posh. It really yeah. annoys me when people say like, "Oh yeah, my family dates back to like the 11th century." It's like yeah. everyone's family dates back to the, like people aren't autochthonous. Sorry, sorry, Milo. Who's who's been who has ever said that to you? Oh, like in more, real life. I went to Cambridge, Riley. Like more than one person. I went to Cambridge. Nobody <laughs> said that to me. <laughs> what, basically, nobody what, said that. What those people are saying is that their entire family were at the very least recurring guest stars in the show of reality since the 11th century, and they were never they were never extras or anything else. <laughs> the they Doomsday were fully Book like was the Love and, Island of its day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were at least near some events you've heard. Yeah, of. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, what I find really interesting about these people is the fact that like they are saved from having sort of like a two-inch jawline by sheer fact of money and being able to just pick hot people from outside the aristocracy That's Noah's Ark. You're describing the uh, hot reality sh- TV show, Noah's Ark. <laughs> <laughs> My step giraffe. Uh, I have a, I have a two up, inch, couple up. I have a two-inch jawline and a chiseled penis. That's me. <laughs> Nobody talks about the bit after Noah's Ark where they all had to shag each other to actually make the human race a thing. It was, it was run by so the Dutch. So it's okay that I want to fuck my brother. No, that's fine. You know, that is it's absolutely yeah. fine. That, that, that's, that's the joke, the aristocrats, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> but there was already more, it's a, you know, there was already more genetic diversity for humans from Noah's Ark, right? Because they had Noah, but also Noah's children and their, like, spouses, whereas, like, the animals, it's and the just pig they two, were fucking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just two, just two of each of those Evolution animals. Evolution happened so, well, real fast. Say, with, with, in, the, in the case of Noah's Ark, there are only two logical possibilities. Possibility the first is humans were different until we were all ridiculously inbred because we all come from one family fucking itself. Or two. That's my favorite porno. <laughs> or two. It's a long one. Humans, <laughs> the only reason we're not ridiculously inbred is that we're, like, Part some other animal. Whoa. He has a horse cock. That's <laughs> what he's trying to tell you. But I mean, if anything, Cambridge proves that we are definitely ridiculously inbred. Yeah. Cambridge. Yeah. Isn't everyone in Cambridge like a cousin? Yeah. <laughs> and you fucked all of them. Yeah, Milo's my cousin. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're cousins. And we, we have fucked. We have. Yeah. <laughs> Let me. Okay, I think this is now actually probably a pretty good time to talk about New York. <laughs> 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 
This isn't a good time <laughs> a to good talk time about to anything. Good time to talk about a sexual escapade from my past. <laughs> Usually that's the moment, yeah, I enjoy any beat when you're like, ah, oh, and this does swing us nicely to the privatization of X in Y. And then... This is a Balthazar Speedwood episode. We're not gonna t- the no, most... I know, but you said it in the exact same the tone most... of voice. In, what, in one of my trash future segues. Yeah. No, they mean, look, the newsiest we're going to get is that all the eels are getting gacked up. <laughs> oh, that is true, yeah. What's gacked? Uh, uh, all the eels are doing a lot of coke because it's all in the water. I love that fact. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Are we going to talk <laughs> about the coup that's currently going on in Venezuela? No, we're going to talk about the eels getting fucking yipped. I <laughs> like, want to watch that an, apocalypse movie. An, an eel came up to me on the on the tube and started talking to me about techno and seamlessly segued <laughs> into his Bitcoin investments <laughs> while sweating a lot. <laughs> I mean, and, and all of these eels all together are just endlessly figuring out that w- they really respect one another. They've been friends for a long time. They want to <laughs> hang out more. And dude, you have to hear about my small plates restaurant. I'm serving eel. I'm a cannibal. <laughs> so, uh, this hurts because you keep telling me that I should come on the podcast more. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best thing. <laughs> I just got that. The Sorry. best thing I ever saw someone do on cocaine. Uh, I was doing I was doing cocaine with my mate's older brother, and it got to like three a.m. and I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna go to bed, but I need like a bath first. So I went and took a bath, and then well, it helps you sleep. Well, I, you know, there's no problem with that. Don't slip uh, under some horrible statistics the, about that. <laughs> I come out of the bathroom, and he's like watching like history documentaries while doing lines <laughs> and watching it, and he's like, "This shit's really interesting. Do you want to watch it?" <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like. Nah, man, you're good. I go to bed. I get up in the morning and it like, well, I mean, the morning is like 12, right? And he's like now in bed, but he'd stayed up until like 8 a.m. watching history documentaries about like World War II. And then when he woke up, he just went and checked his email. He went, oh, no. And I was like, what did you do? And he's like, I sent like over 15 emails to like friends of my dad asking them if they wanted to do a history project about World War II. <laughs> <laughs> like coked up at six in the morning, <laughs> and then he had loads of replies. Now being like, I mean, uh, I'm glad you're so enthusiastic, but I'm not sure I'm going to have the time. Sounds interesting though. Also, like all those email timestamps would have been at the sweet spot of about four thirty in the morning, <laughs> which is neither neither a late also, night little bear or yeah. an early beaver <laughs> for your World War One project that you doesn't love an early beaver, Uncle Keith. I genuinely thought that I was the only person who emailed my dad's friends. (laughs) (laughs) About projects. (laughs) You you want to do a project on my pussy? (laughs) I'm like, did you fight in World War (laughs) I? If so, do I have a trench for you to occupy? (laughs) Oh my God, you've got so tall. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's, uh, that's, I mean... I think that's mostly how a lot of television gets. Like you, every Netflix series, I feel like probably was cooked up at like four thirty in the morning because someone sent a coked up email. Probably. Okay, you know what? I'm looking at Riley, and he's definitely the, of all of us the most likely to have started Fire Festival. Defend your defend your contention. It, no, if right to be fair, if Riley had organised it, there would have been caviar and champagne. <laughs> but to be fair, if Milo had organised it, he'd still be telling us why it actually wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Milo, Milo, you've organised. The facilities a- were reasonable. Yeah. If everyone had waited their turn. <laughs> the polystyrene was recyclable. <laughs> 
Sorry, Alan Partridge Fire Festival is really a thread I'd like to follow, if you don't mind. I also like, if I was sending influencers down for the, like, the big uh, shoot to try and advertise the festival at the beginning, I would send down, like, Stephen Bush and just not get the, like, I'd be like, he's got 70,000 followers on Twitter. There's no person. His takes are so good, and they're always in your inbox by half nine. And it's just like, everyone's like, Kendall Jenner was really what we were looking for here, but okay. Well, like. I mean, nice. that that is what Alan Partridge would do to organize Fire Festival. He would get, like, a bunch of uh, rock stars from the sort of late 70s. Ryan Ferry and Ben Fogle do Fire oh, Festival. Yeah. <laughs> and then also some of the Jet greatest... from Gladiators. <laughs> some of the... Eddie Vedder DJ set. <laughs> some... <laughs> St- St- Stephen Bush vocal performance. I, listen, I was made promises about storage that were not kept. <laughs> An- Anthea the body turner. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's, it, also, the other thing I'd I quite like to throw up as a possibility is um, a political fire festival. That could be a great idea. But we, we still think Wasn't that a- just bonfire night? Uh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, can we- petition, petition, oh. petition to, for both of our speedboat episodes to have sound effects. Yeah, into that. Yeah, if we can make promises on this Can we get an air Oh, my God. Took you. That was your second sound effect. No, no, no. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. It was a third. It was the third sound effect. One less. That it was like the honk, honk, and the single honk were one sound effect. Like a shave and a haircut honk. Sorry, you know what? That is on me. Yeah, yeah. Embarrassing. Sorry. Learn your facts before coming in with ad hominems, bitch. I was a compliment in a, in a uh, way. Uh, I've never the, heard ad hominem and the word bitch juxtaposed yeah. in that way before. I think I have. Oh, no. <laughs> Genuinely think I have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to quack away my dick. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. But that, I mean, I'm just, I, actually, can we just unpack the Latin of that for a second? Because, no. Oh, <laughs> no. because that's like, you, no, you that. also my dick. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> to my dick. Is that like? Is that like you? You're sucking your own dick, and then you nod at the other person in the room, and you're like, "You, you know also." How, you know how Spotify <laughs> have introduced this thing where if you're listening to a song, if it's one of those art, one of the artists' like top songs, there's often a kind of little video that shows on your phone. Yeah. I feel like if this podcast were on Spotify, this bit of it would just come up with, "Who is this for?" It's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like a <laughs> furious dissection of like, "Oh, well, actually, the Latin there is." Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, leftists, come here for that. Hey, the Latin is. Um, this episode is not. Stay for the sound effects. Sorry, if, if you're a leftist, turn turn this one off. This one's. If you if you yeah. love the comedy book clubs, this you one's kind not of bad for you. There, yo. <laughs> Look, yo, I, the leftists think this is a political podcast. We've actually it's just done Vito in a costume. Wait. <laughs> I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but Let's have any it. of you sucked your own dicks? Oh, we talked about it on the Russian podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's not canon. It's not the, the Spider-Verse. It's yeah. not, you know, it's a so, bit so great. So what but... isn't the case is that nobody in this room has talked about this before with other people in, who are also in the room. Wait, you've never that talked about sucking your own dick? Not with any of you guys. Okay, have you tried? I no. feel hurt. Well, like, like, <laughs> half, like half-heartedly, like got like halfway there and was like, I'm not going to be able to do this and stopped. Okay. It was good. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I really, really tried. All boys, all boys were an age where they tried. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do like targeted yoga for it. Yeah, I didn't I want, commit to that. I one of those a... like you know those chat up lines where it's like, 
did it hurt? And then the, but it's you saying it's a boy, did it hurt when you failed to suck your own dick? And then it's like the mega neck. And they're like, I guess I've been insulted, but I want to buy this woman a drink more than anyone in my time. I want to buy her a unicorn latte. Yeah, Riley's Riley's like one of those self-help guys, like suck a man's dick and he'll nut for a day, but teach a man to suck his own dick. No, hang on. If you could, dude, if you could nut for an entire day. Wow. Fucking hell, guys! Podcast you have to have over. like a camelback to constantly fill it. <laughs> what with cum? Yeah, where are you going to put mean, it? Like, you, you can like that gay porn star with the I freezer. I thought you full genuinely meant to like rehydrate. <laughs> yeah. You need to get those electrolytes, <laughs> isotonic <laughs> sports drinks. Losing a lot of salts. This is a man trying to suck his own dick for a day on water, and this is a man trying to suck his own dick for a whole day on Lucasaid. <laughs> Look at the, the difference. difference. <laughs> and the camera pans down, and then I turn around. And I'm like, it does taste different. <laughs> <laughs> it's like gamer fuel. <laughs> Lucas Aid Sport Pineapple. <laughs> now we know why. Now we know. No, I, oh, I, I think it would be cool and empowering. Wait, which parts? <laughs> Wait, yeah, hang on. Please, please expand. No, to be able to nut, to have a one nut that lasts all day. Strap like on a camelback, a go really about your day, you so, so, so just, just to clarify, this is a tantric wank. Bum, bum, you're, you're are you about. orgasming the whole time? Are you fully oh, yeah. orgasming? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's like, it's, it's, like, it's like a Rube Goldberg device. Riley's- it feels like the, like the ultimate con- conclusion of the co- kind of philosophy of nobody can help you, you can only help yourself, doesn't it? <laughs> like that for incels. Riley's <laughs> fantasy is to be a lucky squirrel. Imagine just one huge nut that lasts the whole day. Because squirrels like, because they're like nuts. Yeah. 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 And also, they can suck their own dicks. I was going to say, Miley. That was famously flexible. That was a very gentle joke from you. I know. know. Much like like my regrets, Riley. It is gentle. (laughs) Did you know? That's like some Ice Age shit. Sorry, did you know that? um, (laughs) Do you know that uh, Roger Scruton. Um, a conservative philosopher who believes that all buildings should be like in ancient Greek style and that women shouldn't, <laughs> and women shouldn't go to school or whatever, wrote a book called Gentle Regrets. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole <laughs> chapter about time failing to suck his own dick. For no. yeah. And then Hitler wrote a book called Gentile Regrets. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Please cut that out. That's horrible. No, do not, do not cut oh, that out. Of strong, though. That's yeah. I mean, morally yeah. odious. Right. It's, it's but... premium. It's the people here are weird anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you can shit on Hitler. I think that's allowed. <laughs> I don't think that's controversial. <laughs> Has it finally, been long enough. No, that we can go out and be like Hitler. The Actually, problem is the problem. Sorry. It's so privileged to shit on Hitler because he was very inspirational to people of moustache. Like no one's going to no, come I out. I think and... if anything, I'm like I'm allowing Hitler empathy in in his regrets. I just, Ooh. I just think gentile. Yeah, ge- exactly. exactly. I think as, a, as a, if it's like a late in life autobiography, that sounds like a slightly from a, Venezuela. Min- a minorly disgraced <laughs> sports person who like did like a kind of cricket ball tampering scandal, and then enough time has passed that we're like, you're a bad guy, but we want to hear your story. That's like that's the like, level of moral jeopardy with le- gentile regrets. Where it's like <laughs> time to hear the side of the story here. It wasn't great. That's like the issue with that joke. A rare, right. a rare yeah. overlap between that genre as well and things that could be a Leonard Cohen song. <laughs> One of the only reasons why people have forgotten the scandal of Hitler's cricket career (laughs) is because of later rather infamous acts. But Ricky Ponting hasn't forgotten. Well, he actually, he was the victim of ball tampering, of course, because he only had... No, <laughs> one ball. We that, only had one. I mean, was that? Was oh, that, was that a myth? We've had the best show. Oh, that's, uh, was that I'm, a myth or did Hitler actually? Do we? Do we know? I've not checked. 
I, I, I know that whether or not he had one ball, it is definitely in the Albert Hall. <laughs> so whether yeah. or not he only Either. had one ball, Wait, there what? is definitely even if he has both the balls, somehow, somehow, say a third ball is in the Albert yeah. Hall. That's just, wait, 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 but didn't he commit suicide in the bunker? Yeah, the Fuhrer yeah, yeah, bunker. Yeah. The ball was there's already a, there. Yeah, yeah. The ball had travelled earlier. It kicked it over the fence. The ball wait, went over the plane with Rudolf Hess. Great, great knowledge. It's a truth discovered always by children at school in Sing Song that Hitler had only one ball. There's an Oh, there's an the important other is, that's yeah. one of the many is that the um, similarities he has to Lance Armstrong <laughs> <laughs> had something similar yeah. <laughs> and Goebbels had no most balls. unfortunate of all <laughs> at um, all yeah um, it, well there's a very important historical source for this Ed, we, on record which is oh a rare moment of jingoism from Trash Future there good to see branching out I'm, I have no idea what's happening I'm confused I got there's lost a, on there's that a, there's, a, there's an old English song from World War 2 which is Hitler has only, only got one ball, ball. I can't That's, remember yeah. yeah I mean it's basically like, all the things we said before it's very anti-Hitler yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. in a problematic way where and, you're asserting a kind of perfection yeah. kind of male ideal where yeah, you should be fine that, for him yeah. to have any number of balls but yeah. not to do a holocaust but also, also like how or to tamper with how do you need what other than everything about Hitler do you need to own to own Hitler? Why do you have to be? Not only did he do all that other stuff, right. but his dick was fucked up. Well, there was some. There was some. Yeah, right. There his was some. Balls, there was Ronnie, some. There were, paying attention. Really, you've got to assemble a kind of left-right coalition in these foreign. And there were lots of people who were fine with the Aryan policies, but really wanted people to have an even number of balls. <laughs> yeah. Zero or two for many of the male readers of the 1930s in Britain. I mean, oh man! Imagine people, having four people balls. It'd be like having Hitler. a pair of snowmen in a carrier <laughs> people, bag. People, a lot of people in Britain really loved Hitler in the 1930s. Oh yeah. Some of whom are still in very influential positions today, mm-hmm. and no one really seems to mind. This is also quite upsetting for me because we're maybe 50 yards from where two years ago I had emergency surgery on my balls. So that's oh, yes. yes. Oh my god! Tell yeah. us everything. Talk I'd... about a ball tampering scandal. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> what happened um, to your balls? I had testicular torsion. My oh, greatest, is that when they twist? It's yeah. It is yeah. hurt. It is literally my greatest fear. I ha- I fainted from pain <laughs> in my extremely- office. <laughs> no, I, go on. Sorry. Wait, so how did it happen? Uh, I've no idea. I like woke up and I thought my balls hurt a bit, and then I walked half an hour into work, and then I fainted from pain at work, and then some people at one hospital were like, "You have an STI. Maybe text both of the women." And um, <laughs> and your mom uh, and your sister. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> same person. Not the same person. <laughs> but both step. Both step. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I went to the lovely hospital, uh, the Royal London, where we are near now, and they were like, please "Wow, don't, we please need to don't operate. tell people where the studio is." <laughs> We need it's to. It's in the psych ward of the world. <laughs> it's, it's in the testicular ward. <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, "You're probably going to lose a ball." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I didn't. So that's exciting. Wait, what? And you never felt as close to Hitler as at that. Wait, moment. but did the doctor <laughs> twist your balls? Oh yeah. I, I mean, they had to operate. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did he just your stick balls his hand or... down the house. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit of a... What does that? So does that involve? Did you have to have local anaesthetic? General anesthetic? General. General. Yeah. Big old general. How yeah. long did that take? Yeah. Was it a couple of hour operation? Many I've hour... Absolutely no idea. I know that you were under general anaesthetic, and therefore <laughs> yeah. your timekeeping no, ability was subpar. How long absolutely could you fucked. not nut for afterwards? Uh, I think I. I think I had a go after about six or seven days and that was a mistake oh no <laughs> did your balls burst no, in no, every no, direction no, no. <laughs> was it like Dragon Ball Z uh, yes. no it just like hurt yes, a it's bit. how Jackson it Pollock did most um, of his oh, no. <laughs> I, I did have sex with the person after about three weeks and that was like 
I was nervous. <laughs> was there blood? Not because of the surgery. But just yeah, just in general. You know, because I hadn't seen my stepmom in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, mm. I hadn't even told her about this. Yeah, that's like so. So all that happened was your like in the sense that your balls got twisted. And no, there was no, no, nothing, no. there was nothing... Yeah, what, his balls what? were wearing little jokers. No, no, they, they opened them and, and then they inserted the his balls. balls. Oh, one of them. Of <laughs> Thank like, you, Milo. Milo's for, uh, Milo for recognition. Right, right. Now I'm just imagining Charlie's ball sack with like a red smile drawn on it going, you know how I got these scars? Balls are twisted, people. You know what they do do, which gives you less confidence rather than more in okay. the surgeon, is that they, uh, they draw... Or they get a sharpie out and they draw an arrow on on like my right leg as it was going like with an arrow basically pointing to my balls to indicate that it's the right ball. But if your balls, I thought it was just problem. like this is where the balls are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm giving them too much credit, Hi, Doctor Nick. <laughs> you're getting some very early medical students, <laughs> Neolithic medical students. Um, All right. Finish chipping your hand, axe. <laughs> I love a man with scars, Charlie. Uh, I, I've got one. Do you want to show us? Uh, I don't. Uh, no. I, uh, so what is this? If you've been, you been at my comedy night last night, oh. that would have been part of the. Did you get your oh, Did that guy get his dick out? Yeah. Oh, wow. So Milo, and he okay. Around. Who got his dick out? Okay. A guy named Ecuador. Can I what? just? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, okay, definitely. There's just... a guy in the front row, Ecuador. He had um, shoulder-length hair that was straightened physically, like with a straightener. Yeah. Um, his name was Ecuador. He uh, he was in his 30. He quit work for money at the age of 21. He retired because he only wanted to do things that uh, for joy. And so now he does boylesque, which is burlesque for boys. Thank you. Love it. Um, he does mm. magic and he does bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> He fucks the monkey that used to hang out Wait, with Michael but Jackson. The, but how did the dick thing happen? What? Oh, so then the MC <laughs> was like, getting like, do you want to do some boylesque? And obviously Ecuador fucking hopped on the opportunity. Yeah, and now, Alex Keeley, please continue. But I left uh, before so, this happened. So, so uh, Chris Betts, the excellent MC, was going through the second half. This happened. And then he was like, okay, what's going to happen? There's four acts in this half. Uh, we'll do three acts. And then we'll do this sexy burlesque. And then the fourth act, our headliner is the most angry man in the world. And it'll be fine afterwards. And then I turned to the headliner who was doing a gig for free to try and get a really good recording to be able to send to some TV people. Yeah, and nice. the, the night was already running half an hour late. And, and he just went, I'll kill him if he gets it. <laughs> if he goes up before me, I will kill him. And so there was a, a hasty rearrangement, and it was the end of the night in a way that I felt uh, the audience enjoyed, <laughs> but uh, it, on a certain level in my own taste, I thought it demeaned the, the night. Because, Ecuador enjoy it because it was like mm. now the comedy's over. Here's the real meat of the. He fully the stripped, evening. and then you know how like even stripped strippers like tease you a bit. And it's like, is he? Isn't he? Isn't he? Is he? Is he? And he's just like fully got his dick out and started twisting it around like helicopter. Uh, wow. Uh -huh. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's that's. Uh, it felt like you weren't getting to the point. No, well, I, I was also I was also asked to play the song. Genuine Pony. Genuine uh, Pony. And I, I typed off in... Off of Magic Mike, of hey. course. I typed yeah. in the word genuine, not oh, knowing yeah. the correct spelling. Genuine. And it took me a lot. Like, yeah. It's oh, like wine. Oh, like boy. Oh, boy, do I know now. Boy, do I know now. We've yeah. seen an entire basement, the whitest thing that anyone has ever said. <laughs> yep. Be like, uh, is it genuine? Should I put uh, Fidelius? Is that a different... <laughs> <laughs> other synonyms for this <laughs> concept of true... Oh, you truth? mean like Hendrix and Shabley? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> anyway, so, shout out to our boy Ecuador. Gonna hit him up for some bubbles later. Yeah, 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 he, consider, yeah. he said he was gonna consider breaking his celibacy. Oh, he said he was celibate by choice, and then he came up to me and he's like, "I'd consider breaking my celibacy for you. I could take That's you to the nice. theater." Wow. <laughs> famous sex destination. The um, it, wait, is, is this just is this guy just Julian Assange and he's come out? He's come out. And he's like he's like hastily thought of a pseudonym. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you're saying you're saying he's celibate because he's stuck in you're the saying, embassy. You're saying that Ecuador is Assange's McLovin from Super. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I love that. He has long shoulder length hair. It's straight. <laughs> He gets his dick out constantly. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I he does. McLovin, what's your job? Retired boy last dancer. <laughs> oh, oh, bubbles. Don't forget bubbles. fucking bubbles. How's but, bubbles a thing you can do? Does he blow bubbles? Does he blow a guy called bubbles? I think does he, does he like, like enjoy drinking bubbles? How do you, uh, what's bubbles? I don't know, but I do know that I love the tactic of just like hitting on a woman by saying, I'm celibate, but I won't be for you. <laughs> that's good, isn't it? Uh, you also want to violate my principles. <laughs> that's, my, no, that, that's, that's my PUA well name, the priest. <laughs> genuine bonus points. Uh, genuine, Wait, rather, yeah. no, genuine bonus points uh, if the theater is actually just what he calls his bedroom. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Gives you a performance. Actually uh, quite into that. Yeah. Um, I don't I want- usually fuck my dad, but I'll make an exception for you. And then it's just a one-man boylesque version of Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that hasn't happened. Always ever be flashy. He's just got leads, but he's like completely naked. His penis is wearing a little <laughs> suit. <laughs> He's got awesome. oh, it's like it's like dick marionette theater. Just as like his dick and balls in different costumes. I mean, he could really do the brass balls speech from the very beginning. Oh yeah, That'd be great. He's got Alec Baldwin tied up against his will in the corner. He's like, oh, can you, please let me go. <laughs> Please, Please let me go. I have to go read a Donald Trump speech verbatim on Saturday Night Live and then make mm. the soy face. And then just say, Com- comedy? That's comedy, isn't it? Yeah, comedy? It's, it's the oh, new- it is the least funny thing ever, isn't it? I'm on record as saying that my comedy hero is someone who recently, the Twitter account of the show that he's now on, Stephen Colbert, did a, here's Donald Trump's State oh, of the no. Union, and it was a, it was all different colored crayons, because obviously he writes in crayon, he, I mean, he doesn't, he, oh, he, he, he does wouldn't use different, different colors. And it's like the lamest, and it's all like misspellings, and it's always things like, my boss, all oh, crossed out, friend Putin. At oh, least good, yeah. at least they didn't say gay lover, which is one of the recurring jokes on the show. I was like, wouldn't it be funny if Donald Trump were homosexual to be fair, for Vladimir Putin? Because that's funny, because being gay is funny, isn't it, guys? Yeah. Because of the long-standing homophobic policies propagated by Vladimir Putin. Right. Yeah. Very <laughs> ironic. Yeah. Hold the shoes on the other foot. Like, it's like the opposite of what you'd expect from Putin. Uh-huh. It is, yeah. yeah. And thence uh, the comedy is derived. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I, what would be very funny about Donald Trump, I think, if he's like, you know how his whole thing. Imagine is, a world where Donald Trump's funny, hypothetically. Yeah. Continue. I mean, look, here's, the, here's what would actually be funny, and here's what all the people on like the Colbert show are missing. Is like, you're welcome, by the way, guys. You're welcome. Hello, at Harvard Lampoon. At Harvard Lampoon. Your whole joke is just reprinting Donald Trump's speech, but then also being like, also, he sucks Putin's dick. It would be way funnier because, like, because they don't, I feel like they don't know that his whole obsession with, like, eating early ass. 90s, eating ass, right? early it's 90s right. playmates. Like, wouldn't it be funnier if you could just recast that as, no, it's, 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 he was obsessed with, like, Maybe not early 90s playmates, but, you know, 
It's like some, some Roddy, you know when you said no, this is what would be funny. No, I was wrong. <laughs> you know what? Forty-five minutes you know ago, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> nothing is funnier than Donald Trump's obsession it's... with early '90s playmates. There, there is go. nothing funnier than that. This has been Trash Future. Thank you. <laughs> it's a very like cartoonish, like Johnny Bravo, a perception of women. Yeah, he. Yeah. No, he, he is. Hey, pretty mama. No, he's, he, he's Johnny Bravo, but the triangles reversed. <laughs> but then, like, they're like spinning around and falling into a lamppost. All <laughs> the Johnny Bravo fans in tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Combing there. His I hairstyle fucking love is the Johnny same. Bravo. He lives yeah. with his mom. Yeah. He's best friend of what the Girl Scout. What? what the fuck is that guy's doing? He wears tight black t-shirts like you. One day. <laughs> Don't compare Riley to Johnny Bravo. <laughs> and black hair, for example. <laughs> yeah, he's also there are many from other North America. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you say? I said he's also from North America. <laughs> What was Johnny Bravo? What like what was Johnny Bravo's qu- sort of quest side quest? Like what was his? Fuck, I can't Johnny remember. What did he do with his fucking? Yeah, he, he definitely to... fucked. Yeah, he, no, 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 he, he wanted fucked. to, but he constantly he failed. Never, he never fucked. He's like because... an incel. No, it's great oh. because no, he's a gym cell. Yeah. Wait, so, ah, yes. Wait, Which so is... how is he different from Riley? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is the thesis of the show. Riley is Johnny Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> because I, also, my legs are about one fifth the size of my whole body. <laughs> for example. <laughs> I mean, you have a you you have a like a, 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 the opposite you know like you have a pigeon chest where it's like dimpled in here. Johnny Bravo has like the opposite of that where it's incredibly. Okay, keep going. I think <laughs> I like Johnny Bravo. But I different. don't know. Johnny Bravo, 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 we all get one. You're, when you're every trapped episode. in the middle of a sentence, we get you have one. no idea how we you get got one. there and yeah, where and you're going to go. Usually, someone interrupts you, but yeah. nothing. Absolutely no. like, nothing. Be rude, though, everyone. Help a boy out. Interruption is key. For a successful podcast. <laughs> Please, make me drop my monocle out yeah, of my eye yeah. into a glass of this champagne. You saw the fear in my eyes as I signed the phrase pigeon chest. <laughs> <laughs> Please, nobody ask about Daniel Simonson bit and be like, what did he say about his pigeon? Anyway. Um, <laughs> Is that the right game, Bird? <laughs> <laughs> I we're don't back, even we're back know. to some of the worst mo- aspects of Balthasar's people, I yeah. think. Um, the what, just is, uh, is that the right game boat? Yeah. Uh, mm, I mean, so th- this morning. They serve that game boat in Courchevel, basically, that sort of vibe. Sorry. Oh, oh okay, I see. Oh, I, yeah. I booked my ski trip. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Chamonix. Oh. Oh. But, Riley, nothing less than clusters it- will do. You're not a man of your own principles. <laughs> well, look, look, just you're supposed to call it Shamanix so that you can pretend that, you, that it's new, that you're really excited seeing, but you're not, you don't go the whole time and you accidentally mispronounce it. And then, you know, that's your. I, mean, I, don't, know, I don't know, it's France somewhere, there's mountains. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, France. Or you're being really you're like, wanky and you find out that it's actually really pronounced Shamanix and R- you're correcting Milo, everyone else. Milo, what did you do this morning? I just called you Miley as a weird yeah. combination <laughs> of the two of you, which doesn't even bear thinking about. Just being Miley. You were about to do a thing from this morning what was it i was yeah um so uh we have a we have a clock a clock radio alarm because it's the 90s in our house nice and uh every morning radio one comes on when the alarm goes off because you want a radio station that doesn't have adverts otherwise you're going to be remembering adverts from your sleep and that's alarming right (laughs) and uh so it came on this morning and like i was asleep for like the first 20 minutes of the radio being on but obviously like it seeps into your brain and they were genuinely having like a discussion on the radio about how there are people who think that the Battle of Hastings was a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> and there was being people who think truthers. That, and they think that the, the Bayo tapestry is like deep state propaganda, which was invented <laughs> by like I don't know who exactly. Alexander McQueen? 
<laughs> that was his grad project. Ao Tapestry was invented by IKEA to sell rugs. <laughs> what's the purpose of um? What's the what's the supposed purpose of faking the battle of Hastings? Well, I don't know because I was half asleep. But what I do know is that at some point on the show, well, after I'd kind of woken up a bit more, they phoned up like a historian of like. Normandy in the Middle Ages, who was like, who just literally said, Well, I hope it's not made up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That, that could either be really dismissive or quite sad. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. also like, it's such, a, it's such a strange thing to talk about a tap. Like, I get when it, like, the moon landings were faked, man, because it's like, okay, a, a film can be a valid depiction of real life and not, but to be like, hey, this tapestry is just. Someone's just made this tapestry. It's like the These nature of a tapestry right is it's someone's. It's like you. I'm sure certain elements of the tapestry have been exaggerated or stylized. Yeah, sure, like, sure. I don't think people were like. I don't think the army was like just like a dozen guys. Like it was probably also, more than that. Also, Kubrick drops loads of random Hastings references into The Shining <laughs> if you look carefully <laughs> enough. Yeah. If you play, if you play, if you play the bio tapestry backwards. Oh, we got there at the same time. Well, it's a story of a it's a story of a man sending an arrow out of his eye like a cyclops thing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey guys, look at me squirt this arrow out of my yeah. eye. Yo, I I broke both my arms and my stepmom had to squirt this arrow out of my eye. <laughs> so regarding pubs, when I was living in America, pubs were like themed bars. So Always, like the way yeah, that like yeah. a rainforest cafe, and it was also a pub. So when I came here, I was like, why is every bar a novelty bar? <laughs> and then I just realized it was pub culture. You the England's a novelty country. Yeah, the rain the rainforest cafe has been destroyed by Brazilian fascists. <laughs> <laughs> For appropriating their culture. <laughs> this, is, this is Bolsonaro cultural appropriation. It's just a Bolsonaro campaign office Eddie now. better torch the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> Look, I, I, yeah, this is a sandstone cafe. Get you now. Get your Hard Rocks out of here. This is a sedimentary joint. I'm very, I'm very interested to see if they're like any sort of very sensible... Um, actually, no, there are sensible American and British centrists who are really cheering on Bolsonaro. They're like, Bolsonaro, Bolsonaro may be a controversial leader, but his most important task is to, is to resolve Brazil's pension crisis. Yeah, yeah. Well, with Bolsonaro, it's on the one hand, he may be a vicious homophobe. But on the other hand, he is chopping down most of the rainforest. So it's impossible to say whether he's good or not with those the two. trees are yeah. gay! Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, and just standing there. <laughs> to be fair. And things, things we found out in the last 24 hours is that Bolsonaro, a Brazilian man, is still less tanned than Tony Blair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Tony Blair, Tony, Blair is, Tony Blair is what happened when you put a skeleton in a microwave. That's all. That's well, his they, they, all the, all the, all the third, all the third a very layers. soggy skeleton. Like, yeah. Tony Blair increasingly looks like, you know, that Body Worlds exhibition. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, but so does Clinton. You can buy... Cl you can buy it's Tony Africa Blair. Found it's just that. It's that guy with all the muscle, the fleshy muscles, and there's just him going, if my Africa Foundation does enough, people will forget about Iraq. But he's just all trapped. <laughs> it's Tony Blair Tony Blair in a little uh, plastic box with like a, a film lid that you can peel back, and it says, ready in 70 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, both, both Tony Blair and Bill Clinton look like, like skeletal zombies now. Because like Bill Clinton has his weird vegan diet and his... Um, 
uh, history of he's, flying. He's a vegan. He's just a vegan. No, yeah. no, 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 no. It's because he he's had because he's had because he, he's had some some type of cancer or something. Well, he, so he doesn't have a normal. No, sorry, this like yeah. He doesn't ground. have a normal vegan diet. He has like a mega restrictive diet, and then flew all the time on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. Draw your own conclusions. Um, and so like he just looks like the Grim Reaper. Uh, and Tony Blair is increasingly all tooth. <laughs> well, at but, least but, you can have some meat in your diet. <laughs> Wait, Bill Clinton, the Little saxophone girl. player? Bill Clinton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sex on a plane. <laughs> you know, Bill, Bill Jackson. You know Samuel that Bill Jackson was not involved. Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton is a vegan, but also flew on Jeffrey Epstein's plane, so he likes very little meat. Hey! Well. Yes. There it is. Took a bit longer that time. <laughs> We need to get all those sound effects. So <laughs> can we have, by the way, because we don't get to come on a lot of these episodes, can we have just jingles? Oh, you can come at any point if you want. Clever, it's yeah. Allowed. Jack, yeah, you know, well, Stephen's no, funny. Now he can. Um, yeah, <laughs> that now I can. Yeah, <laughs> that is that his testicle surgery is far it's in the past. Dodgy couple of weeks, but we can we have just jingles that are us. So when we're not here, we can be here. I'd like, I'd like if you had like a lift door opening jingle that was like dun dun dun, like dubstep Palmer. <laughs> yes. Sorry. The, uh, oh yeah, there are, uh, for our student radio station. I did. I was the voice of most of the jingles, and I think I might still be. Oh, yeah, do one. Do one. Do one. Um, and it is genuinely like me going online across Cambridge, ninety-seven point two Cam FM. Okay, that's hot. Yeah, that's fully right. hot. And one of the yeah, jingles is both called. Both of our female listeners just came. One of the jingles is called "I shit you not," dubstep Palmer. And they and they and they bass boosted my voice, and my voice is like reasonably deep already. And they and so, but this jingle is like Cam FM. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my show. You have many adopted radio. <laughs> I mean, that, that is a very sort of mega Oxbridge thing, which is <laughs> Mega Oxbridge. It's like when, hey, when Oxford to and Cambridge join together <laughs> to make a huge transformer. <laughs> it just decimates uh, India. Yeah. You can only then, apply to one of me a year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's it's that's that is the most mega Oxbridge thing is um a, a very a very tall fancy boy deepening his voice so we can advertise dubstep to his fellow Cambridge students. Yeah, it's almost almost as much as sitting in a basement near the Royal London doing a leftist Stop podcast. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Yeah. That'll get cut. I've been no, it's, I've uh, I've been heard before. It's very fortunate, Charlie. <laughs> I got quarantine, quarantine, that no one else quarantine. who went to Oxbridge has ever been on this podcast apart from you. <laughs> no, this, this podcast has never it's had just, anyone who's been to any of those universities um, on it. If you yeah, if you want to if you want to confirm that statistic, at Alex Keeley. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> Alex uh, documentation. Yeah. You know, you should at at Alex Keeley and ask him the specific question: How many people from Oxbridge have been on Trash Future or in your butthole? And then he'll have to answer a combination. Wait, in my your way, okay. your which number is greater? Yeah, which I've number? I've had no uh, Oxford people in my butthole. Really? Not, I went to NYU, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so I've had no Oxford people in my butthole, but... Also, you, know. you and I are just colleagues. Neither, yeah. I'm Neither very of single. Alex's step-parents went to Oxford. Curious cat me now. <laughs> Olga, Olga is professionally single. Al, 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 Alex, Alex Keeley's Alex Keeley's step parents loved him enough to pay for his education through Eton and Oxford. Right? Yes. Um, no, I they put him in Eton because he kept. 
<laughs> I think the important thing. You want to go think, to Eden, I think do you, just, Alex? Just um, you know, so Roddy's Roddy's uh, floated that full letter word. Um, uh, that I think his dad sent him to Eden because he kept fucking his mom. <laughs> wow! Wow! If you're, if you're gonna uh, keep fucking really? my wife, I'm gonna send you somewhere where oh. maybe it's gonna happen to you. I'm imagining your entire childhood being like the graduate now. <laughs> oh my <laughs> That's God. what I'm picturing. I'm now just imagining any of my family listening to this, so and I'm delighted it's behind the page. Delighted that they're mom. supporting Patreon. Yeah, really good. <laughs> so I was just say, which of your family do you think is a subscriber to our Patreon? I, I, I sincerely, on the basis of the riff. <laughs> and the riff that you just did about the incest and my parents sending me to Eton, that is precisely zero of my family subscribing to this. And also because of, of all the other because of all the other riffs. Uh, no, I, I genuinely with that moment they'd be like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, we've really sacrificed a lot for our kid for, for him and his clown friends to make some dumb joke about us all. We were, we, were really, we were really enjoying the stuff about Hitler's balls. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had to go and ruin it. Just a, well, you know, a classic little bit of, of Hitler's ball humor. Excellent for the parlor. I think, you know, if you're going to joke about anyone's testicles, uh, I think well, it's yeah, got to be totally adults. I mean, what's that really? Are you like, mm, I could hate Hitler more if he had weird balls? No, I just I I think that I sure. don't I don't think it's as wild a dynamic as you're trying to pretend. Where you're like, why would his parents be more upset about the bit specifically about us fucking and sending him to Eton than the bit about Hitler's balls? I'm like, no, I can imagine them. My favorite more. dynamic. Can, it's an easy thought experiment for me. My favorite dynamic of the whole podcast was Riley defending Hitler and saying, "Don't bully him for his body," and then being like, "Well, Tony Blair looks weird." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and also, thing- sorry. Sorry, defending Hitler is a bit of a stretch. Uh, I'm, suggesting that, I'm suggesting that Hitler's actions are enough to condemn him more than enough. You don't need to resort I, to the ball. Whereas Tony Blair needs to also look horrible. Wait, but Riley, Tony, no, but Tony Blair is constantly choosing to go on camera. Riley, Riley is a civility. He's, he's just so fucking hot. Riley, Riley's doing civility in politics, but for Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> let's, not, let's not sink to his level. <laughs> when he goes low... <laughs> I, I, that, that, that's Hillary Clinton. That's Hillary hot. Clinton in World War II strategy. Yeah. When he goes just, low, he's less equipped than you think. I, Alex, I think you just pulled out of a really good joke there. <laughs> when he go, when, when he goes low, what he only has like one ball. I, I was going to say two. he goes high because it's like yeah. a, it would oh, be a castrato. I, I was going oh, for a castrato. I thought you were going to say he goes high. Oh, high. No, I was oh, going to go for a castrato joke because he's only one ball, so it's a kind of castrato thing. So he's going high. We were all just past each other there. See, Kyle. Comedy, eh? The hey. important thing is it can be it can be almost anything as long as it's about Hitler having one ball, right? That's the yeah, that's yeah. the rule. Famous that's the key. Stand- I mean, stand-up comedy is really just that's where um, the whole punching down thing comes from. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, in the, for the Clinton Blair thing, um, I find that amazing that Clinton. So if you're saying that Clinton and Blair look the same and they both look kind of like irradiated skeletons. That like Clinton has the reasonable reason of having had quite serious heart surgery and therefore restricted diet as a result. Whereas Blair, as a child of the '90s, heroin cheek. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Blair just has guilt. That's all. That's all. That he's just <laughs> got the just emotional realization of what he's done with his life. Yeah. Uh, can really, if you want to, if you want to jazzercise. That's, that's, <laughs> I mean, oh, Tony, he's doing, Tony, it's the it's the Emperor Palpatine trajectory yeah, is what yeah. it is. Tony, yeah. Tony, Blair, what he's done. Tony Blair aerobics would be a pretty interesting workout yeah. video. Blair aerobics, of course, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. And and also Tony Blair has had to be married to Cherie Blair for a very long time. I mean, you all no, know their no Christmas medical cards. studies have been done to really assess what that does to a man. <laughs> 
But you've seen their Christmas card, right? Yes. The one where they look like they're about- <laughs> Yeah, they send it to me every year. <laughs> <laughs> the one where, where they look- Where it looks like she's restraining it, that he's about to fight someone and that she's going like, leave him, it's not worth it. It looks he- like that. Yeah. <laughs> the other guy's Saddam Hussein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, looks, he looks like he's about to fight someone with his what, teeth. One episode of his hand. What the fuck did you say? <laughs> what the fuck did you say? Did you say? Do you want some? It's just individual words said very fast with big pauses between them. Well, that's that kind Tony of like Blair? Obama speaks like that, no? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Barack Obama? Spooky. Is much more abrupt. And each word he has its own trajectory. more words between the pause. But then he has a long pause and then a lot more words. <laughs> <laughs> if you Barack like Obama? your WMDs, you can keep them. <laughs> my, name is, my name is Barack Obama. And my asshole is six inches wide. That's very wide. That's very wide. <laughs> well, you know, you wow. know the you know the conspiracy theory. You do know the conspiracy theory about Obama, that. right? The well, which he has a big one? The conspiracy well, no, theory. The, one of my favorite conspiracy theories about Obama is that he was a working male prostitute while president. What? <laughs> You gotta, you gotta respect Let's, that hustle. We've, okay, I feel like you've buried the lead I in each and down. every one of wait, your wait, podcasts wait, ever wait. to not have talked about this before. Wait, what? So down. I'm Emma, can I just point already. out that Emma and Sophie have just both left as though to go and start a new lesbian relationship without any of us. That seems to be the... And, I, and I, I'm insulted I wasn't invited. And right. so, uh, there's <laughs> five of us and we feel <laughs> left out. I know. Um, okay, so Wait, why why does no um, edit that out? <laughs> Leave no, it in. Sorry, just make everyone seem single. No, I don't. I have a new. No, I don't make everyone seem single. No, I'm I'm being shut right. Up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I really, I'm very I really, in love. I really, really, really like her. I just don't want to spook her off. Oh, I definitely never heard Riley say that. Okay, so we've got to edit from timestamp <laughs> about forty-eight horse. to about forty-nine. So I'm going to say. So I'm going to. But propose. as long as you, as long as you <laughs> have a like, next so week. instead of the edit of that, so if you strip that bit of the episode out and then just put in a bit Olga reading poetry to me in a kind of like very loving way, and that would be that would be really nice. Can we replace the whole episode with that? <laughs> the logic is that Obama was chosen as like a patsy to be president by. Deuce Bigelow, White House Jigglebuff. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> this third film. So essentially... Rob Schneider really comes into his own. I'm sorry, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> comes into his own. You thought Rob Schneider I mean, was offensive honestly, before. Like, you haven't seen him. Like, I thought thing, like, Rob Schneider really comes uniform. into his own in the movie where he learns how to suck his own dick. <laughs> also, like, Rob Schneider doing blackface. Like, how far away is he from doing that? Oh, like, close. That was the Obama presidency. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that beats the Avril Lavigne one. <laughs> that really beats that. No, so, um, yeah, the, the conspiracy theory is that Obama was chosen as, like, a male prostitute on the, street, on the streets of Chicago uh, by, like, the, the shadowy interests controlling the Democratic Party. The lizards. Yeah, kind yeah. of. So that they could be, he could be, like, their, um, their nominee. And um, that what they were going to do was control him from behind the scenes but he was sort of such, so into being a male prostitute that he just kept giving blowjobs, specifically in the limo. They <laughs> really focused on the limo, and then he just kept doing that. He couldn't help so. He was like a nympho. He's not, he wasn't a, m- oh, less, but, less so jiggle Mr. More Clinton, why do you keep riding in the presidential limo? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I have to part say, two. It's a, are there it's any a theories about who the customers were? Well, part two of this. Is um, that I'm Michelle not the Obama? Only one who blows a horn. Part two of this uh, conspiracy theory is that Michelle Obama was a guy who, well, <laughs> was, whoa, who then became trans to become Michelle Obama, and that's why Sasha and Malia aren't their real kids. They're also plants in the Democratic Party. They're dwarves. 
Yes. Evil dwarves. Okay. No. Yes. no. Yes. Wait, who, <laughs> who came up with this? Um, no, not just not great guys. Great guys. One of the, great one of the, cool one of the eels from the River Thames. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on that, what, I need $1.3 million uh, to... Okay. I need $1.3 million for my Barack Obama <laughs> To pay Barack Obama enough. <laughs> I just, like, the like yeah, that's a pretty depressing conspiracy. I mean, this isn't f- funny in any way. Yeah, if I suck your dick, you can keep it. So that's just a conspiracy. So if a conspiracy theory, right, is, like, the attempt to take a weird dissonant situation and then provide logic alternative to that to have a different explanation of the world the conspiracy the 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 dissonant situation is an intelligent black person occupying the head of state and occasionally disappearing into a limo right (laughs) and as though like i would say that's a a very presidential (laughs) why can't you be why are the windows a smart black guy and also love sucking dick no i wasn't (laughs) saying i wasn't saying that it wasn't possible it was saying i was just saying i was saying that the stoogy elements of the conspiracy theory suggested that it was separate you know barack obama harvard law sort of uh, Harvard Law Review editor and uh, uh, Barack Obama gigolo seem to be distinct was characters he that Law were editor, the same. Or right. did the Bilderberg Ex- group exactly. install him? Mm. Exactly. So I think Ogre and I are fine with it's... the Harvard Law gigolo kind of fusion persona. Okay. Now, I'm, now I'm more interested in this conspiracy theory because I think it's like... Harvard Law gigolo. I think it's like it's accidentally progressive by being more <laughs> intersectional because it's saying that like it's more believable it's work. saying that it's more believable that a black man would be qualified to be president if he was also gay and a sex worker <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't think that's what it's saying also Milo, sort of I, accidentally what they're also, saying also Milo I don't think that's more progressive to be honest to say that it's more more qualified even more yeah even more fine yeah just go with that <laughs> He is yet more qualified, and he's great in the limo. I mean, look, just when I'm you thought he couldn't be more qualified. Look, okay, he was a great president in the limo. No one's disputing that. <laughs> Many presidents have been excellent in the limo. Not JFK. We all know how that works oh. out. <laughs> JFK, if he'd have just been sucking someone's dick, he would have missed entirely. That's the that's the that's the new JFK. Not sucking everyone's dick in Dallas. That's the issue like, there. I just like whenever I know. go through Dallas, I'm always sucking a man's dick just in case. Same with Abraham Lincoln if he was su- sucking <laughs> someone off in the theater. Sucking his own dick. Man, if you if if people guys could suck their suck own a dicks, dick, save a life. Yeah, if, the, if you, the bullet just goes straight through the hat. Sorry. It's me, Julius Caesar. What's this Brutus's knife? <laughs> that would have worked less well. Yeah, but now, you, now obviously yeah. all of you are capable of telling us the Latin for for for, for that long for, phrase. Sorry, I'm, I've just been sucking. Yeah, my exactly. Excuse, I mean, look, I, everyone knows that in school Latin you learn such useful phrases as "Excuse me, how can I suck my own dick?" Et yeah. two step brute. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Julius Caesar kneeling on the floor of the Senate and them all standing around him with their dicks out on the Brazzers logo. <laughs> wow. And then Cicero's uh, like, look, I didn't know about it, but I do agree that it happened. I'm glad that you didn't tell me. But. More like Titero. <laughs> Jesus, it is quite a bit. Um, it's quite a bit It'd more be, like no, that. The, You're right. You, you see, the better thing to be Marcus Tidius Cicero. <laughs> it's, it's still not good. Nobody said it was good. <laughs> no, no, no. His middle name's Tilius. If anyone, if anyone wants to know, it's got a T in it. <laughs> it's got a letter it T. Yeah. Anyway.
The, the longest. Gato, more like Gato. <laughs> the Gato a... Institute. He's always drinking Gatorade. <laughs> it's my kind of think tank. <laughs> what like reaction reactionary neo neoconservative foreign policy plus like uh, the, the retrenchment of the state in all areas and sucking your own dick. Yeah. Auto baby. In the Roman Senate, some of them were definitely sucking their own dick. Oh, like, that definitely. Was, yeah. That was the era for it. If you wanted to be in politics and suck your own dick, the Roman Senate. A very flexible people. Yeah. <laughs> the toga is unrestricted. You just yeah. cover yourself in lavender oil and get someone to play the liar and you say it's to do with Epicureanism or something. And no, one even, <laughs> no one even asks any questions. The, the, the lo- I don't remember it anymore, but... I- I remember the, the Latin. <laughs> I used to remember something. <laughs> no, I, the lat the longest and most comp the Latin I learned was very violent. Like the longest and most complex Latin it's sentence. Latin. <laughs> the longest and most complex Latin sentence I learned was "I killed the young child with a spear and throw his body in the river." And I was like, "What Let kind of Latin are you teaching me? <laughs> are you teaching me goth Latin?" <laughs> when I when I learned Russian, one of my like I feel like there were like eight. There were like eight chunks of vocab in one year that we were learning and it was like a mixture of things like food and like travel and a bunch of other things but one of the yeah yeah (laughs) one thing that got its entire chunk was just like a crime and punishment one and it was just like really hardcore it was like repeat offenders recidivism and it was just like (laughs) on the same level as just like a baguette and it's just like it's just like i was like okay so these are all about equitable in how like I'm going to have to be able to deploy these phrases in Russia. It is easier in Russia to get a hold of fraud than it is a baguette. Yeah, exactly. The the sentence, I'm I'm really sorry, but the first time I sold a baguette baguette made it much more likely I was going to steal again. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, very likely... And the great thing is that they taught, they bothered to teach you the Russian word for baguette, which is spoiler alert, baguette. baguette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it baguette or baguette? Baguette. Baguette. Awesome. Yeah. That's so funny. I, I don't know. I don't know if this makes, but I always found um, businesswoman an interesting word in Russian because it's businessmenka, which like almost like no one has ever said that. Has no one ever said that? No, it is it, that. It, it's like notionally a word, but yeah, no yeah, one says it. Yeah, but they're more likely no to say it. businesswoman than businessmenka. Right. So businessman, businessman. well, then that does make sense because businessman car is like literally going like businessman woman, which is like, which is like, (laughs) you've got on a sort of oxbow lake there, linguistically. Female businessman. It sounds like something. It sounds like something. like something from an Instagram profile. No, it's something. It's something a Russian startup doofus would say. Like, what if we had a businessman but a woman? At Firefest. <laughs> in Barack Obama's limousine. Oh, like like the fucking personal protection ring we found. Oh my that God, was like that was fucking it was a bunch of Russians like pretending to be a Silicon Valley company, but then all like all of their English was really bad, so it came undone really fast. So that oh, yes, we make ring, it's very good. They Please buy. It's a huge ring, like it's it's massive. That's like whenever yeah. you're in a bad situation. It looks situation. like one of those lollipop rings you yeah, can get. Yeah, and 90s. then when something bad happens, like you press a button and then like nine one one is called or whatever. But it mm. looks insane. It's huge. And then the, the woman who created it, she's like, and now I let my da- daughter go to crazy parties and I'm not worried about her at all. Yeah, it's very funny. There's this bit where she's like, uh, I really like longboarding. And then the whole advert is her like longboarding but around she's like Moscow. 40. 
Yeah. Um, and she's like, now I can longboard in safety because I wear the ring. <laughs> Big ass ring. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, and there's like a, a video of like a woman being approached in an underpass by like a shadowy figure. And it's like, compare these two scenarios. And then she like tries to take out her phone. And it's like, she's never used a phone before. She's, she's like, like, just like <laughs> batting at it with her hand. Like, how do you unlock a phone? I don't Licking know. I can't it. remember four numbers. What? And then it's just like the woman calmly pressing the ring and I'm safe. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, I like a ring pop too. Donate to their Kickstarter. Yeah, I j- it would be Hi, the best. This, this is a this is a the Trash Future benefit. Files our speedboat benefit episode. <laughs> Can we <laughs> get them as merch? Hmm. Oh, maybe. But except except instead of nine one one, it calls like a radio station morning zoo program. <laughs> 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 Help! I'm being murdered. You've reached Bulldog in the Stooge. <laughs> 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 Sounds like someone's being subjected to unwanted Yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh oh. We've got the mugger on the other line. One, which is like thirty seconds for the sweepstake. So, what's the capital of Panama? And the mugger is just that travel guy. Oh my god! Please don't stab me in the ribs. It's Artie from Travel. I want one of those radio things, which it, it's, instead of Bulldog and the Stooge, it's like Bulldog and the Harbinger. And then <laughs> Bulldog's like, wah, 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 and the Harbinger's like, few who travel into the woods return. <laughs> <laughs> that's all they say. <laughs> Bulldog and the Bat. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Goofy Morning Zoo crew. Mankind's greatest enemy is time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. You, I mean, this is Hanson. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want to check it. End conversations. I'd <laughs> I don't want to go too trash future. But is that basically just Brendan O'Neill, a morning zoo crew Batman? <laughs> what? Is Brendan yeah. O'Neill a spider guy? And like, and, oh wait, He's so like the they real have, they have the mugging phone call, and, they, and then Brendan O'Neill's like, "Where is she? <laughs> <laughs> where, um, where is she?" But I can't uh, say the mugging was necessarily bad. How did I've, I've, I've developed a, I've de- developed a very specific set of skills, and I will use them in that. What I'll do is I'll, in, I'll invert whatever liberal outrage currently occurs, and then invert it to become a conservative talking point. That's was in Taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brendan O'Neill. T- I'd love Brendan O'Neill Taken. I would very much like to see this film. I've got a very specific set of skills developed over a very long... That's going a bit Colin Farrell. <laughs> Colin Farrell. I've got in- a very specific set of skills. Yes. <laughs> Quite over a very long career. You'd have talked a lot faster than Liam Neeson. Oh, he does Listen, talk a lot faster. I don't know what you want. Oh, I, I tell you, I, I care right now. I don't have any money. <laughs> but <Yeah>. I'm drunk. <laughs> Colin Farrell sounds like the voice of the Thames Eels. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Farrell playing the Thames Eels. <laughs> all of them. He's playing all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch the hell out of that movie. Look, right? listen, we're in a fucking river, okay? You gotta accept that, you gotta accept it now and move on. Um, we're 101. Alright, I kinda wanna go to the pub. We go to the pub. We're gonna go write Pixar's Eels. <laughs> <laughs> With an original song from Randy Newman. Wait. <laughs> Shall we introduce ourselves or the show? Is that an eel in your ass? It's <laughs> my <laughs> step eel. Should, should, should we introduce ourselves or the show? Let's do it. Yeah. yeah All right. Welcome to you Balthazar. You have been listening too. <laughs> welcome to Balthazar Speedboat. I was Riley. I was Charlie. I was your new mommy, Olga. Uh, <laughs> I'm Alex. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Keely. <laughs> and I was the stooge. Ba 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 ba. And I was the Tenzin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start the show.